The largest Australian workplace changes in over a decade Underpaying are about workers to impact could result in crippling fines. There will be new rules about when a casual employee the has the right employees to, will have the right to disconnect. disconnect. Workplace laws are changing. Pay attention or pay the price. Safeguard your business with Australian Industry Group. The legal experts at Australian Industry Group will help you navigate the new legislation and prepare your business for the changes. Become a member today at aigroup.com.au. Triple M Mining HQ, brought to you by the WA Mining Conference and Expo, October 12 and 13. Hello and welcome to the Mining HQ podcast. I'm Pablo Miller. Coming up on today's edition of the show, I'll be catching up with Ray Lowe, the manager at Industry Capability Network WA. Plus, Chris Lamesia is going to be speaking to the founder of Bluebird, Amanda McGregor, as they offer unique and much-needed services and are here to help. Amanda talks about managing our thoughts and behaviours with our monkey mind at play. Let's get into it. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning to you, Pablo. Also want to say good morning to Amanda McGregor. Hello, Amanda. Hey, how you going? Nice to have you on the phone. Uh, Amanda is the founder at Bluebird. She's been on the program a couple of times on Mining HQ. Uh, Bluebird, they provide free confidential peer support service for adults 25 plus experiencing anxiety and depression. Now, that's that's pretty amazing. Can people just come along and ring up and get some advice? Yes, absolutely. We um, wanted to make the service obviously um, as accessible as possible so people just need to go to our website there's a registration on form on there Um, we'll just get their information and then you know we will contact that individual and just have a chat to make sure bluebird is the right fit for them and then yes you know they're more than welcome to attend um and the service yeah it's free for our members oh thanks amanda and the website bluebird.org.au that's how you'll you'll get to Amanda and the people at Bluebird. Okay, so we've got a couple of topics this morning. The first one you're having a look at is managing thoughts and behaviours. Now, I love this one, managing your monkey mind. (laughs) Our minds are so busy, aren't they? Yes, absolutely. Um, I had never heard of the term monkey mind until I ended up with severe depression. Um, And I most definitely had a a monkey mind. Obviously, if you can imagine, a monkey just swings from branch to branch to branch. (laughs) And my mind, um, you know, basically ended up like that. I just was, my mind was on a constant loop of, you know, negative thoughts. And, you know, I didn't at the time have the tools and ability to, you know, know how to manage my thoughts and, you know, my mind. And so it was one of the things that my psychologist taught me to do so I really had to catch a negative thought and then have the ability to question it and yeah we actually have like 70,000 thoughts a day which is a lot and there's a psychologist Rick Hansen who says our brain is Teflon for good and Velcro for bad so basically it's easier to remember the bad things that you know have happened or someone has said or to believe the bad thoughts than it is to believe, you know, the positive. And so it really becomes a practice, you know, it's kind of like going to the gym to, you know, use our physical body and our physical, you know, muscles. Um, I had to learn to do the same thing with my mind and, you know, my mind muscle. And I remember um, I actually had a family friend say to me, you know, why do you think you caused your depression? And at the time, you know, I was really stunned and kind of, you know, furious 
Um, and there are a whole host of factors that actually led, you know, to my depression. But one of them was that I didn't actually have the tools to manage my mind. So um, what I had to do um, was learn basically three simple questions that I could ask myself when that inner critic flared up or when my mind was on a constant loop of negativity. And so when a negative thought would pop up, I would ask myself, well, is that really true? And then I would ask myself, well, what else could this mean? And then a third question was, well, could I choose a better or kind of thought? And just having that ability to question the thoughts that came up gave me some distance from that belief and the intensity of that emotion. So it was really learning about how to reflect on my thoughts, how to reframe a thought, and then how to rephrase it, um, which actually helped me to start to feel better and to actually look forward with a bit more um, hope and possibility. Now, just going back to managing thoughts and behaviours, you you also talk about approaching conflict with curiosity. Is that to detach yourself from the situation? Yeah, absolutely. I think often we, you know, when something difficult happens or, um, you know, someone says something that we don't like or we feel like something's doing, someone is doing something, you know, that's not very nice. Um, we can kind of make it all about, you know, us. Um, and one of the things that really helped is to, yeah, actually start to be curious about what is going on, you know, in a situation or be curious about a thought that you're thinking or be curious about someone else's behaviour. You know, what might be going on for that person that's causing them to act or speak like that and then the same thing obviously applies to ourselves. how can we be curious about you know the thoughts that we're having and start to look at them differently so we don't believe you know every single thought that runs through our head that's that's brilliant i'm going to take that one on now the next one (laughs) managing energy levels you say becoming an energy investment banker tell us more about that this is one of my favorite things um well i wish i was into investment banking but um (laughs) my My psychologist said, um, you know, I really had to start to regain the balance in my life. My life was just, you know, completely out of balance. And so one of the things they suggested was that I become an energy investment banker, which was basically looking at my life um, and any, you know, invitation or activity or request that was made of me. Um, from an energy investment banker perspective. So I basically had to assess whether if I went to that, you know, party or event or barbecue or, you know, family catch-up, would that actually add to my happiness, my energy or my well-being bank account? And if my, you know, mind, body and soul didn't say yes, I will feel happier and better after I go to that event. Um, then it was a no thank you, you know, I'm not attending. Well, it wasn't always as polite as that. But, um, yeah, I didn't go to, um, you know, loads of different events. And, you know, I actually had a friend who found out she was pregnant, had a baby shower, had the baby and then had the child's first birthday. And I didn't attend any of those events because my number one priority was looking after my mental health and well-being and I was looking at any event that I was invited to of will I feel better, you know, happier or have, you know, more energy after I go to that event. And so eventually 
by putting that activity in place and really looking at where and how my time was being spent, I was able to get some more energy, which then gave me a greater capacity to actually deal with, you know, how I was feeling and how I was thinking um, and just take small steps forward. Now, Amanda, little bit of time left here. I just want to talk about the uh, Bluebird website again. You've got community support groups. How do they work? Yes, so we have peer support groups there for adults over the age of 25 and we actually have a psychologist who facilitates our meetings. So members or adults over the age of 25 with anxiety and depression can get in touch with us. We will have a chat with them um, to find out, you know, what they're looking for and they can come along to a support group meeting. So they're welcome to bring a friend or a support person to the first couple of meetings and they can just share in a general discussion. They can talk in a you know confidential, welcoming space how they're feeling, get some support and you know understanding from peers who are going through the same thing. And we then obviously have a psychologist who will help guide the group discussion and you know give the group um, some more insight and some real strategies to manage their health and well-being. So it really is for anyone who you know, is struggling with their your mental health or, you know, struggling with their thoughts and emotions and just want that little bit of extra support. And managing their monkey mind. That'll all be part of it at the meeting, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Thanks for being on Mining HQ. The following interview on Mining HQ is a paid interview. A reminder, this may not be the right product for you and other goods and services may be available. Joining us this morning is Ray. He's one of the managers at Industry Capital... Ability uh, Network WA. Uh, Ray, thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Pablo. Yeah, pleasure. Now, Chamber of Commerce and Industry WA is a partner and exhibitor this year at the WA Mining Conference and Exhibition. Uh, what, how, why are you uh, supporting the event? What's, what's made the decision to get down there this year? Well, Pablo, um, probably clarify something first. So, Industry Capability Network WA is a part uh, of Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Western Australia, and I'll shorten it by just calling it CCIWA. Mm-hmm. Uh, mining accounts for $170 billion, uh, which is close to 50% of WA's economy in the last financial year. So that's a huge, uh, significant contribution. And our 8,000-plus member companies are involved one way or, or another, uh, whether they are the mining companies themselves, uh, SMEs, small medium enterprises, supplying directly to the mining sector, all businesses who provide services that support those companies. Now, we know that the breakfast with the Federal Minister for Resources, Madeline King, is going to be happening uh, as well. Great opportunity to, to hear directly from her, from the Minister. Yeah, definitely, uh, Pablo. So Western Australia's mining and resources sector uh, is rapidly evolving, now at the centre of efforts to decarbonise the world and transition to a greener future. Uh, the new Commonwealth Minister for Resources, Madeleine King, has been at the forefront of the debates confronting the sector, including the role of gas as a transition energy source, workforce and skill shortages, industrial disputes, uh, addressing sexual harassment and the sector's role in helping Australia achieve net zero. So the WA economy is set to remain reliant on mining and resources for years to come. So this is a critical event for Western Australians. Now, how else does the Chamber support the mining sector in WA? Well, CCIWA offers a whole range of services that support the sector. Uh, I'll go through some of them. Uh, Firstly, our policy team is leading the way for industry to decarbonise 
the CCIWA's climate change position, which was launched a few months back. Uh, ICNWA, Industry Capability Network, is uh, working with projects building and operating mines with renewable energy, mining for battery and critical minerals, and downstream manufacturing. We also have International Trade, uh, who is working with the state government on an investment deal book that is looking to attract foreign investment. And um, a couple of other ones, Apprenticeship Solutions Australia, works with companies to manage their apprentices or trainees and workplace relations and construction services uh, that assist with workforce management. So there's a huge raft of support for the sector from CCIWA. Yeah, that's great news. Now, Ray, why should visitors come down and see you at WA Mining Conference and Exhibition? Uh, a couple of uh, main ones. Uh, ICNWA released around 90% of their major mining projects in WA on the ICN Gateway. And if businesses want to find and get involved in these project opportunities, our platform and services puts them directly in front of contracts and procurement teams to give them the best opportunity to work. Um, as I mentioned earlier, CCWA provides a range of different services to support the industry from apprentices to employer relations and international trade and investment. Who can help businesses looking to export their goods and services or foreign companies who are looking to invest in WA? So whether you're a corporate SME or overseas visitor, we can help in one way or another. If you'd like to find out more, you can jump online at icnwa.org.au. Ray, appreciate your time uh, this morning on Mining HQ and enjoy the conference. Thank you very much, Pablo. The Mining HQ Podcast, brought to you by the WA Mining Conference and Expo, October 12 and 13.